You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, on the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Archer After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Archer After Show. Yes. Hello, Internet. It is good, so good to be back. We're back. Bing is for doing, and we here are doing After Buzz TV episode of Archer. Season 4, episode Mm -hmm. 1, entitled Fugue and Riffs. And how Uh, nice is it that we get to start with the intro to the show now? It totally makes it. (laughs) Oh, sounds so beautiful. Now oh, I yeah. feel like what we we have to like up our game, fight some Russians, or Barry. What says that we haven't been that's already? A, that's a good point. I mean, we just all need to act like Archer and all be total douches and egotistical and make random references that most people wouldn't get. I'm already I, I, drunk. I won't, ha- I won't have to act then, though. <laughs> it's already there. There we are. So speaking of egos, everyone, <laughs> let's make sure that we get our names out there. I am Greg Goodness. I am John Barrett. I'm Dave Klein. I'm Scott Moore. And I'm Stephen Lemieux. That's Stan. You guys may have noticed we have a beautiful new addition to the table. Those of you who are watching us, we have a lovely, lovely takeout duck, courtesy (laughs) of Steve. Beautiful. Bravo. I know. I I just had to save my leftovers from the the Lotus Palace or whatever, you know. And I expect this to stay all season. I I hope it can. It's not moving. You know what? It's not moving at all. All the other shows have to deal with it. As long as as Phil doesn't mind having his measuring cup inside of a tin goose, (laughs) and as long as you guys don't tell that Phil, his measuring cup is inside of a tin What makes you think Phil knows how to cook? (laughs) Or, for that matter, read a measuring cup. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a very good point, John, and I think that's our first topic. That's right. Our first topic <laughs> yes. is Phil is illiterate. <laughs> our <laughs> second topic is the timeline in this episode of Archer. Well, like one would measure out flour <laughs> yeah. with a measuring cup, oh. we have to measure time. And in this episode... <laughs> oh, stupid. What, what do you use to <laughs> measure <a> time? <laughs> a clock, or uh, in Archer's case, nothing at all, because we open up in this episode in a way that we haven't seen Archer as a show ever introduce an episode where we're thrown a lot of new information that we can't really process. Every every season so far, every new season has started basically right where the la- previous one left off. More or less, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least we're caught up or, to speed. Yeah, or a clean start. Yeah. Right away. A clean beginning. I mean, when, when I knew it was going to be a crossover episode, and we'll get into that a little bit later, I just thought it would be a brief reference 
to Bob's Burgers, I didn't think it would be such an integral part of the entire episode, right? Um, which was also kind of threw me for a loop, which was fun, but I was I was totally surprised by it. Well, I think that that's part of the fun of this episode, though, coming into it and seeing where you just have no idea what's happening. You, If you watch Bob's Burgers, you have a vague idea that this is the universe that it's supposed mm-hmm. to be taking place in. And of course, there's the whole reference to history of violence, where I believe that's the exact same opening, or the same premise as a guy working in a restaurant and then yeah. spies come in and he finds that he has something deep dark within him the whole time. No, it was it was brilliant and also I was going to say there was that the on the chalkboard with the special for the day it had the to- Thomas Ingle Elephant Stone he's an actual uh, like hero in a, in a novel series from like this British author so that was really cool that actually one of the novels suffers amnesia so it was like one of those really cool extra detailed things they threw in there which I love about the show they always do and again setting up that this is an episode all about amnesia mm-hmm. and about finding your place in time yeah and it's it's really uh, an interesting way into it because we're sort of learning about what's happened as Archer is. I forget who said it, but someone actually said here, it's Archer has amnesia, and thus we have amnesia. That'd be me. I was taking credit. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely take credit for that. Yeah, just take credit. I'm going You're the to. one who said it. Yeah. Good. I yeah. said it. I'm getting the credit for And as Archer it. is discovering in the TV yes. behind us, he has those spy skills. But Russian. we do have, as you were saying, the timeline element, and we don't just see the Archer confusion with the timeline. We also find out that Mallory, somewhere along the line, got married. Mm-hmm. And something that I guess that was seems to be what triggered this whole event. And we still don't know exactly what happened. We just know he took a limo. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know what happened after that that caused it, which would supposedly be more. But um, Cheryl's kind of going off the handle. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it seems like yeah. there's there's a lot of things that we're going to so, catch up yeah. to speed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are we're behind a little bit now as as the audience, which has not happened, I think. Yeah, that's a rarity case. that the audience knows less than the actual characters involved <laughs> in the show. I think in most shows that's pretty rare. What I will give uh, Adam Reed kudos for though is that it's pretty seamless as far as establishing establishing an entire episode where we know nothing about what's happened so far far it's you're shocked and then you're given just enough information to get along the process mm-hmm. and say well i can at least see where this is going for the immediate future i also want to point out that the second they said he had uh psychoactive retrograde amnesia i was like he saw his mom getting bonked <laughs> <laughs> that's that, exactly what happened that would probably do it I was kind of wondering, like, are they, were, I was wishing they'd, like, show a little clip of, like, what Woodhouse is doing during all of this, like, no, now that Archer's no. out of the picture. <laughs> that would the, be great. The two months that he's not there. <laughs> he is just listening to a lot of Mingus. <laughs> yeah, he's hanging out with yeah. his lemur. They're shooting dope and listening to Mingus, which is what I've been doing for the past two months. I love the little shot of the dicky tattoo he had, too. Yes, yes, that was great, too. I noticed that. that was, I that wrote was that really down. Funny. I put a little star next to it. <laughs> it was great. I said, tattoo continuity. And yeah. good for you. You, Archer. For I just, I, I, my my um, question is, or the question I would love to have answered about that mm-hmm. is, how does Bob explain that tattoo? <laughs> well, how does Archer as Bob explain that there's a tattoo on his left shoulder that says Dicky and on his right shoulder that says Seamus? The wee baby Seamus. <laughs> I mean, here's something I'm kind of curious about. I guess if we're going to talk a little bit about the Bob's Burgers thing with mm-hmm. that is... 
So what happened to Bob then? For those of you who watched <laughs> well, the I show, know. That, 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 what, what happened to Bob? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was fun seeing the original, the actual voice actor for mm-hmm. um for Linda. That was pretty cool. That was the original voice actress for Linda. Uh, and, that's a dude, voice actor. Oh, yeah. oh, is it a voice actor who does it? Okay, thank you for clarifying for me. But um, it was nice to see that it was the same voice, and then also. You know what was fun for me because I did watch Bob's Burgers was seeing the art style of Archer for those characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool to see that was, too. That uh, that was a really um, funny moment for me. Just Gene as like a more realistic, animated <laughs> person is hilarious. Yeah, that uh, was well done. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm but really... what, more importantly, what happened to Bob? Well. I think it, I haven't seen too many episodes of Bob's Burgers, but does it take place over a long period of time? No, because if it if it yeah. hypothetically Bob's Burgers takes place within two months, Archer is Bob. Ooh. Oh. No, but we know we know Bob Belcher is the father of. Mm-hmm. I guess because uh, his uh, we'll get into this uh, in a bit. First. I think uh, you you folks hear this iTunes thing. This <laughs> iTunes, you know, everyone's ranting and raving about it. I don't know. Is it some sort of a fruit cup? Like what? I will explain to you what it is, Greg. Goodness, mm-hmm. it is a player for media, digital oh. media mm-hmm. on uh, computer and cellular devices and oh. um, um, other things. Well, I don't know what to call an well, iPod. What, what a novel and fun idea yeah. that those people at Apple have come up with. You know, if only there was some sort of way that you could, like, I don't know, I mean, maybe if you could rate put, like, a mobile content. device or something. I don't know. Oh, that's right. If, I don't you, know. if you could maybe just, like, rate the content that you hear on well, this magical a, service. And that would be especially terrific if they had a service, uh, a specific function in their service for listening to, say, Four assholes talk about their favorite TV show. Uh, uh, five. Five assholes. Yeah. I'm here. I'm an asshole. And I didn't want to make a judgment call about you. John, uh, we've done South Park once. You should know I'm an <laughs> asshole. Um, but let's say you want to do that. They have this little area in their store called the podcast app, mm-hmm. I think. Mm. Uh, and you can find our podcast on there. And if you want to do us a little bit of a favor, rate and comment on our uh, on our little thing, and tell us what we're doing. Holy holy donut! It it does keep the lights on, it keeps as the it were. On. You we, tell us what we're doing. You tell us you, that we're doing okay. That we're doing yes. not so okay. Just tell us what you think. That's the important but thing. Just tell us that you really like us, though. That's All right. The, also, tell us we're pretty. Especially if you're only listening. But I I do want to also throw out there that we do do a live show. We do have a live show at 9.30 p.m. And Mm -hmm. guys, I'll actually be on the live chat. So if you guys want to come on to the live chat while we're doing the show, 9.30 p.m. Pacific time. I believe that's noon 30 a.m. I don't think I guess you want to call that noon. Midnight 30 a.m. East Coast time. If you want to come chime in on the live chat, I'll have the chat open. And I'll read off your comments if you have comments that you want to comment in on. And... We can have a little interaction. It's a beautiful, rare, rare opportunity. Dave is, Dave is a recluse. Dave has never opened his he doors in 30 years. He's, he had so much trouble straining his vocal cords to make words for the first time in years. I actually had to get driven here. Yeah. It's I don't crazy. know, little known fact. With sticks. Crazy how bad his muscles have atrophied. You Just don't want to see. Him. Just you look at him. You don't want And also, tell your friends about us. Do it. Do it. We just do it. You we won't. Do it. You won't. And for those watching on the live chat, they can see John making out with the head of the tin goose right now. 
<laughs> so horrifying. It's quite a sight to behold. You should all You're check welcome, it out. Guys. <laughs> it looks so weird. <laughs> all right. Oh, sorry. All right. Let's move on. So, here. Uh, as we've been sort of hinting at, Bob or Sterling Archer has a little bit of an identity crisis. Going where does on. one yes. end and where does the other begin? Who is Bob and who is Sterling? Also. <laughs> Did Linda just marry him because she, he sounds exactly like Bob? <laughs> <laughs> hey, For listen. those of you uh, unaware, Bob's Burgers is a fantastic animated program in Fox's Sunday animation night thing. Um, it was originally in a, a replacement for King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and yep. they, uh, the uh, John Benjamin is the voice of Bob Belcher, the guy who runs protagonist. the, yeah, yeah. the oh, protagonist burgers. and restaurateur behind the eponymous <laughs> restaurant from the show. You keep you keep struggling I, there, buddy. You get out those words. Some, some I've had like words, though. He's using big words. That's six hours of sleep all week. <laughs> um, and so, as we <laughs> sort of mentioned, uh, we go into this, the world, the established world of Bob's Burgers, which is a, a detailed bizarre world very different from Archer's. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that they're not both bizarre and detailed, but they are bizarre and detailed in incredibly different ways. And I, I think Archer nailed it. Like, I think Archer, like, Ar- Bob's Burgers Archer style... I mean, he does have the mustache. Yeah, he does have the And that's the important thing. That, mustache that is the most too. important yeah, that's, part. Yeah. There's actually an entire episode of Bob's Burgers dedicated to Bob needing to shave off his mustache and not wanting to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very intricate, important part to his character, so it's great to see Archer mm-hmm. with that mustache. I yeah, think I, I, I feel what you're saying, though, where at the start of this episode, it's very clear that this is not the Archer we've come to know and love. This is someone who is taking responsibility for kids, number one, <laughs> kids that aren't his, number two, and also working. Yeah. So <laughs> this Good is point. something yeah. very very strange. And we've sort of had this weird journey where mm-hmm. Archer builds himself up, tears himself down, builds himself up, tears himself down over the past couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Never before have we seen it happen in such rapid succession <laughs> over the course of one episode. Yeah, where by the end, he's literally just tweaking out <laughs> and stumbling around talking about how he needs to get to the store to buy lettuce. Shudder. <laughs> yeah, Chatter, he, I apologize. I didn't take clear enough notes. Seriously, what is wrong with you, Greg? Giggins? I couldn't transcribe yeah. fast. But enough. well, we can, we can mention though that the first thing that really brings him to figuring back to who he is again is the Russians come into Bob's Burgers and start shooting him up, and mm-hmm. if somehow, and we find out later, but mm-hmm. somehow figured out who the hell Archer is, and are trying to kill him, and it, he basically takes a spatula and stabs it straight through a dude's neck. Which Rapid. is the best thing in the entire episode? Yeah, there was yeah. a moment. There was a moment where I was like, "Wait, is this is, is the crossover that they've confused Sterling Archer with Bob Belcher?" <laughs> I really thought it was just going to be like a when they did that as the intro. I thought maybe it was just going to be a joke type of thing. I didn't uh, know they were going to take it through the whole episode. Yeah, I that agree. Way. I thought that was I, just the I, beginning, the end, yeah. and it was just going to move on, and and that was it. That's yeah, a nice little tie-in with Bob. Uh, well, what I was going to get at is as until he stabbed someone in the neck. With a spatula. spatula, I was like, "Whoa, maybe he is Bob." And like mm-hmm. the Archer u- in the Archer universe, Bob, who is ugly in the Bob's Burgers universe, mm-hmm. supposedly, uh, is just 
he looks like Archer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I thought it was just going to be a crossover in that sense. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, okay, this is fun because it's the same voice actor, but then they did an entire storyline out of it. And how weird is it that everyone in this episode is trying to get Archer to remember who he is, which is a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Well, Ray doesn't want to do it. Right. Yeah, Ray's Ray, the only person who like hates him for the good reasons. Oh, and then Barry also hates him. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but Ray... Ray doesn't. Ray wants to kill him. Oh yeah, yeah like he's actively working to get him, make him dead. Well, he is finally actually paralyzed. Yeah, right. just, well, all right, he's paralyzed. He has, so that he has a reason too. to be pissed off. But I mean, that's the thing is Archer is. Even though everyone wants to hate him, he's still lovable, and he still has that 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 sense about him that he's not a not a bad guy like doing it on purpose to be a. Bad douchebag. Right. It's I'm pretty, a horrible douchebag. Pretty sure the guy with his face in boiling oil would <laughs> beg to differ on that well, one. I'm also <laughs> sure the guy he's that's dropped his off. Job. Of, yeah. <laughs> I'm also sure the that's guy he's dropped job. off two buildings. <laughs> that's his job. <laughs> um, yeah, it, but it, I think that you just made a very good point that. Even though we're training Archer again to be a jerk and to be a horrible, horrible person, we're still getting to that ultimate, hey, you have sort of a sweet side. Mm -hmm. There's something redeemable about you. Namely, when uh, Lana and him are about to be killed behind the bar, and then all of a sudden you're jumping towards, hey, I'm going to be the one who actually saves us and gets this out of the situation. So it's not just a loving Archer, it's also a needing Needing Archer situation. Um, and it was fun to see too. I I don't know. I was kind of curious. Lana decided to kiss him at that one point, which she really didn't need to do. I mean, she was just well, trying. I to, think. Uh, yeah. I know I, she was trying to play well, off the oh, there's Russian spies. Let's distract them do somehow. You think, like, but she would have done it to help him remember too, because they had from their past. Like yeah. maybe somehow. No, I think it was. I think it was. Bit. It was uh, to interrupt his train of thought. He was being too too smart. Like, wait, why are why are we at the same hotel, same spa? Why are you here yeah. and I'm here? Wait, what's going on? Kiss me. They're Russians. Yeah. Um. Another thing I want to bring up too is uh, Pam. There is the whole relationship thing that did carry out through the season last season that was kind of dropped at this point. I mean, he, did, he is going through the identity crisis, so clearly he wouldn't remember who Pam is. Mm-hmm. But you have to. I'm wondering if they're going to bring that back up again. I'd love to mm-hmm. see that explored again. Yeah. And actually, yeah, you're touching point. on something interesting good here, point. which is that we spend a lot of time focusing on Archer here, but there's a lot of information that's thrown at us about the gang, mm. as it were, sort of our ancillary secondary character. Mm-hmm. Whole lot of stuff going on. First off, big development. We knew it last season, but it's confirmed this season. Ray Gillette permanently crippled. Yeah. Uh, or at least permanent in the sense that he's not faking it mm-hmm. anymore. Or is he faking it again? That's what I was going to say. Or, dun, 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 you don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's, um, I, I say this assuming. every time it comes up, and I will say it forever. I am so glad that this was such a Krieger-heavy episode. <laughs> Did you... There was a quick line in this episode about Krieger. I don't know if you guys caught it right Scrape at the end. From the hit, from Hitler's Scrape from Hitler's, Hitler's jars. Yeah. He's a clone of Hitler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, I love it. Continuing. He's one of the boys from Brazil. <laughs> oh. There is another thing with Krieger that was very random... Yeah, that the, I caught. He randomly you, had a, pig. a baby pig that he puts, that in, his puts in his pocket. Yes. <laughs> when, that was his introduction. Walks out with a pig and puts it in his pocket. Uh, 
I'm, oh, piggly. I'm going to have to correct you there. <laughs> I don't think it's a baby pig. A baby pig implies that it was at one point sort of alive or a healthy piglet. That was a pig fetus that he had. Um, okay? As someone who had to dissect a pig fetus in middle school, <laughs> that's not a pig fetus. That I think that was an oversized pig fetus. I'm going to say because, you know. <laughs> also, pig fetuses are like this big. <laughs> And he was able to fit into a pocket. I'm, I'm glad I don't Gosh, know, I know. That, I like I've learned you, so John. much already. I've Classic learned today. Car. That's good to know. Yeah, you're all learning so many Fly things tonight. There. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was a Krieger-heavy episode, which is always great. I'm mm-hmm. right on board mm-hmm. with you there. Didn't really get to see too much more from Krieger other than what we've come to know and love. But, but he's, he's a lot more thing. serious this time, too. It, it seems like he's, he's taking this weird role seriously a little more. Yeah, he's As opposed of, to just like effing around in the office. Well, when Cyril makes fun of him, it's like, yeah, like some fake scientist and he's just like, well, what are your parents' names? Um, did you operate him? Oh, you don't did you, remember? Did you drug me? Oh, you don't remember? <laughs> Memory is such a fragile thing. <laughs> he's, uh, I think they're trying to set him up as coming into his own as a character, not just this weird one-line guy you see, you know, once or twice. This is Krieger starting to be a major player in these episodes. Yes. Uh, also a major player in this episode, Carol Sherrill, the famous tunt, as it were. <laughs> Who, Who doesn't own the <laughs> hotel chain they were staying at? Great. Though to be fair, she has billions and billions of dollars. I can't imagine it would actually. No, be she's a worth confused easily. It's un, it's oh, she's worth five billion, right? Is that what they said? But I she think. got five hundred million when mm-hmm. her parents died. Right. Yeah. Everything is all wrapped up in the trust funds and such. Right. But she is just spending liberally on LSD gummy bears. Here, here's something I didn't quite understand. Has Cheryl Carroll snapped? Is that what the end of that episode is? Or is this just her in a bad LSD trip? I think it's just a bad I LSD think it was the trip. bad trip, too. I agree. I also, also, I mean, they established pretty early on that she's been getting dosed by Krieger for a very long time on right. LSD. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm actually going to go with uh, snapped because I, I imagine, like, long term LSD abuse. By Krieger on her, <laughs> uh, and I think has to have some permanent effects to it. Yeah, I think I think she's finally cracked. She's already right. batshit crazy. Yeah, I mean, she already is. So, like, but, what did she but, say in the mud bath? Like, it's the only thing that gets me up in the morning. Oh the yeah, yeah. The she was acting especially crazy during the entire scene where they're getting the massage and everything, and she's like, "You're fired. No, you're not fired. You're district, or you're going to be the GM." And then she realizes that the entire time. She never actually owned the hotel chain, which she thought she did, so now they have to pay. That just seems like the LSD. I don't know if she's actually cracked. She ate so many LSD gummy bears to see the ostrich (laughs) at the end. I can see that. Well, well, I think, I think, I don't think she's snapped, uh, permanently. No, I think she snapped because of LSD. Yeah. I think she well, just yeah. went, I think she just got it, it got all MK Ultra, and she's permanently disabled <laughs> she'd, she'd by be, it. She'd be less crazy without it, but yeah, I think yeah. it was just a bad trip, and then of course they kept having that thread about her talking about ostriches the whole time. I love at the beginning there, so <laughs> the fact she kept mentioning it kind of made sense that Therefore, at the end, she would see it. So. She does kind of yeah. eat glue and stuff like that, though, too. There's a lot of weird chemicals running through her bloodstream. <laughs> and she's a rich, crazy person. And oh, yeah. She's been hit in the head enough times, too. And denied yeah. oxygen a whole lot of times, yes. too. Yeah. She's yeah, into the choking, one. as I seem to recall. 
Giggity. So I guess we should also touch on the the whole Archer though, because throughout this entire time, uh, we have the whole scene where the KGB come back and yeah. they they're the crew are being the fake KGB, mm-hmm. and then as they're trying to trick them um, and just kind of bring Archer's memory back, what do you know? The real KGB show up, mm-hmm. and Archer and Lana have to go into their actual elements. Archer being confused mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. I just. It's so great. It's such a well-constructed, like, thing. It's a well-constructed episode. Yeah, yeah, it was really, 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 really... Uh, it all syncs together really well, which, again, to sort of tie it back to what we were talking about at the top of the episode, really hard to do when you're not giving your audience all the information yeah. that yeah. they need. I, so. I really like that, and I hope that we get a lot of that throughout the season because it's fun having that discovery. It's also something different for this show because it is now in its fourth season, yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot of shows tend to start getting stagnant mm-hmm. at this point. So yeah. it is fun that they're trying to do yeah, something. It's going to keep it, freshen it up and, I, and I switch think, it up a little bit. Yeah, and I think one thing that they're they're starting to do, one, I feel like, I not that I watch a whole lot of Breaking Bad, but I get the sense Good. that he's been oh. watching a whole lot of Breaking Bad because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the this feels like the way Breaking Bad this felt like the way the episodes I've watched of Breaking Bad feels like in the the, the way that it's yeah. writing yourself into a corner and then having to write yourself out mm. the next time <laughs> with lots of surprises and yeah store, I'm super I I also think they've sort of set up an uh, an internal arc in this season with the Barry thing right which, yeah, which is, is great you know. the return of Barry always yes. good to see so um, guys so we have He's still stuck. Well, we have Ray in the wheelchair. I like the. Uh, he's getting some mileage out of that. <laughs> every every time he's uh, mentioned the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how like everybody was so against Ray. Every time that Ray would open his mouth, everybody was like, "Shut up, Ray!" Like, it, well, he the, was the way they were faking talking. it the entire yeah, time. So of course, yeah. I'd have to imagine he's lost a lot of that sympathy. <laughs> and we go we go from an Auschwitz joke straight to the Hitler joke. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh God, that's right. Yes. Um, all right. So, stray observations. I have a lot of lines from this episode written down because they were uh, really funny. Let's yeah. hear it. Um, let's see. Oh, this was not so much a line, but a really funny moment mm-hmm. I, uh, when Lana punches Archer into the wall, mm-hmm. and he says, "I think you literally broke my heart." Mm-hmm. And we hear in the background Krieger go, "Aww." <laughs> <laughs> And then he does it again on some other uh, some other line. Several other occasions. Oh, that was he great. Says, uh, um, beautiful, beautiful little. Uh, also, Archer f- basically realizing who he is because he pounds a whole thing of Irish cream. <laughs> <laughs> Sticker that I remember. And the uh, pan to the head, which is a nice Flintstones callback to earlier in yeah. the episode. When uh, all else fails, go to the Flintstones. I, I think my oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say some, one of my favorite lines in the episode was something that we we didn't touch on, which we also should touch on, which is during the scene where we find out that Mallory, yes, did in fact get married, and mm. that was what drove Archer off, where he took a limo, and we we don't know what's happened after the limo, and I think we will find out in um, coming episodes. I love when Mallory goes, son of a bitch! <laughs> and uh, so I don't know who it was, Pam. but they just go, it was Pam, who goes, your words. <laughs> it was great. It was brilliant. I, it, the, I think my favorite part is your words and then immediately throws throwing, a thing of rice, rice right into her face. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and I'm assuming they'll go into more of how she met this man and why they got married, too, because uh, that was just kind of left to us. 
you know, so I'm, yeah, right. I'm, I'm assuming they'll tell us more in Phyllis. Yeah, in coming definitely. Episodes That's as well. something I'm Yeah, and he does show up at the end and kind of have. Yeah. So this is like a good guy. Yeah. Oh, also, latex gimp suit. Yes. Do you prefer cornstarch or baby powder? I am a cornstarch guy. You're a cornstarch guy. Greg knows firsthand. Ooh. Staunch believer. <laughs> Staunch about, believer in the starch. What about Scott? You got any favorite lines? Uh, well, you actually, you already brought it up already. That was my definitely my favorite line. I was more noticing the visual, some of the visual observations, like when she had her boobs covered, too. You and, noticed her boobs yes. moving. And yes. I noticed that. I was like, that was great, too. Like, I noticed the visual things a lot and, like, the little details, like, on the on the chalkboard special and her boobs. And then having them covered with, uh, what was the uh, the old man's name? Old Aber, not Abercrombie, but whatever it was called. I think it was old Abercrombie. Was something I was like that. And I was what Ray like, Gillette was drinking, and I, I think it's like, old God, Abercrombie. That, that was so great. Like, I love those type of visual little yeah. details that they throw in for us all the time which is great yeah it's definitely one of those shows you can go back and watch again just for things yeah. like that yeah I got like three things I want to like throw out there real quick let's throw them out there alright just look bored for a while guys while I do this okay I gotta throw out the Shazam references they did yeah oh yeah where yeah. he just drops he's like Michael Gray <laughs> Dangerous. Oh my god, oh, Michael yeah. Gray. And then he jumps over the bar grabbing Lana Shazam! Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we got that. And then uh, I definitely want to throw out the. Um, where is it? Oh my god, I hate it when I lose my place. The bu- the buckle when she hits him in the face oh, with the yeah. purse from first season. Yeah. What is, what's in your purse? It's a bunch of buckles? What do a you have in there? A bunch of spa buckles. Spa, spa buckles? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Mind Brain. Oh, yeah. Shut up. That's a thing. It's messing up your mind brain. <laughs> Jennifer Walters, alter ego of the She-Hulk. <laughs> and then uh, telling Ray he needs to join the support group for crippled gay hillbilly spies. It's a niche. It's a niche. <laughs> On that note, uh, also, calling Ray Ironsides. I really enjoy it. Burn. Burn. Yeah, also the recurrence of burn. Yeah. Also, I kind of like it when you just cut off people with It's a good way to, to silence yeah. someone. Effectively cut them off, shut it down, and then insert a She-Hulk reference. It's yes. a good way to do things. And yes. the, the health inspector's coming tomorrow. Better, pur- pur- Better get bust the out the purple stuff. stuff. <laughs> purple stuff always works. All right, I'm man. sufficiently out of... Yeah. Out of stuff. Sorry, guys. I think we've strained <laughs> we our strength. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we basically just recited the whole episode. So there That's you go. what I do. Well, uh, hey, if hey. we've run out of this episode, then I well, think we got some think... stuff to talk about over the coming seasons in this news and gossip section. Let's do What a segue. Bam! After Buzz TV News. I feel like the explosion got louder, and I'm all for it. All right, so this news and gossip section comes to us from the good people at Star Pulse. They did a coverage of basically Adam Reed and the cast and crew of Archer went around the country and did something called Archer Live. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't lucky enough to get a ticket. I know, John, you weren't lucky enough to get it. No one in this room was lucky no. enough to get a ticket. because I was actually LA, dead that day. At least in L.A., it sold out, uh, I think, within minutes of actually going up. But, uh, like I said, these good people at Star Pulse did... Is that a, a fart cover- noise for selling out? <laughs> I'm just... It's farts. Okay. All right. It's farts. Uh, they were able to do a coverage of one of these events, and they dropped a lot of good spoilers at this event. First off, uh, we know now that Mallory has gotten married, but we also know that that's going to be expanded on mm-hmm. in another episode. Uh, it's going to be called Midnight Ron. 
as in Midnight Run, but with the guy's name being Ron. What a great uh, this movie, guy too. I'm gonna, I'll be excited to see that one. This guy's smart. We know at some point during the season, probably around the third episode, Krieger is going to try to give uh, Ray Gillette robotic legs. And that is going to terrify Just Archer like Frisky Dingo. because of his fear of cyborgs. I bet Ray's going to love that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I would. <laughs> Cyborg legs running around, that's awesome. But, but Greg, right, tell yeah. them the best part. Tell them the best part. The best part? Well, there are actually two best parts. Tell them Tell them both best parts. Okay. Uh, Krieger, we're going to get to see animated. This might be as a DVD special feature, but we're going to get to see Krieger animated as a tentacle monster, and he has an interaction with his Japanese digital girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> so okay. I'll let our <laughs> audience connect the dots. A tentacle monster and a Anime Japanese girl. digital... Yes. yes. Awesome. Brilliant. Brilliant. You've seen enough to know Brilliant. where that goes. All right. <laughs> all right. And the best of all, guys, best of all, this was not included in the Star Pulse uh, let article. Me, let, me, let me throw this up here. Mm. After Buzz TV exclusive. It's... In fairness, anyone who saw Archer live got this information. But now you're getting it. We but had you a didn't. plant. We had a plant inside the audience, and he was able to tell us and confirm this season finale. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear about it. Season finale taking place in C Lab. Windows just started up. Thanks to that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in here. Had, had Windows 95 start up on their phones. Right when that happened. That's how interesting that news is. <laughs> but you guys all, I'm sure, are familiar with Adam Reed's previous work, C-Lab 2021. We are returning back to that original series. Archer is swimming under the sea. If you're looking for me, if you're under looking the for sea. Me. This seems to be the season of crossovers, because mm-hmm. first Bob's Burgers, and now with... Um, what you just mentioned, if people right. just tune back in who they don't want to hear. But um, I'm wondering how many crossovers they're going to throw in, because maybe a it'll billion. be even more. How many? Oh my god, this will Killface show up? This is a good place to talk about what we think is coming up in a little section we like to call mm. Play That Spooky Theremin Music. Did we all just do really bad theremin impressions? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, sure. <laughs> Uh, okay, predict something. DJ there. DJ, DJ. Predict something. I think that we are going to actually see those robotic legs get installed all up in Rage Light. I don't think he can stay wheelchair-bound forever. Not that I have anything opposed to that, but I think that we're probably going to get him up and moving again. I think, uh, same thing. I think they're going to have jet boots and GPS in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and we didn't mention this, but Ray, who we saw at the end of the episode, who's still after Archer, he is going to still be a main antagonist. Yeah, uh, Barry. Or Barry, thank mm-hmm. you. Not, yeah, well, Ray's going to hate Archer, too. No, so Barry, <laughs> thank you. Barry's going to be a main antagonist, and I think it would be pretty legend if we get to see even more crossovers in Watchtower Base. That was for you from the live chat. And I was going to say, we're going to see more antics of Cheryl Carroll this year. And she's not going to be quite on the edge, but she's going to be an integral part of what's going on in the season, too, oh. I think, with some of her craziness. I, I also think, sorry, I also think uh, Pam's going to come back to the Pam-Archer relationship. I do think they will mm-hmm. come back and explore what happened to that or bring it back in some sort of fashion. Rock and roll. What um, do you got for us? I, I think when the, they're going to put the uh, robotic legs on Ray, and yeah, that's what, the fourth episode of the season or something I like that? I think around the third. Yeah, I think they're going to put the robotic legs on Ray. I think Archer's going to find some way to break them, and then he's going to be in a wheelchair with robotic legs for the rest of the <laughs> season. <laughs> I like where your head's at. <laughs> this guy. 
I like how he thinks. Uh, right, make out with that duck. That. Make out with it. <laughs> Do it. Everyone, yeah. where can you be found on the internet and such? I'm at Generic Maverick on the Twitters. I am at J. Dugan Barrett on the Twitters. You guys, you can find me at D. Dave Klein. That's K-L-E-I-N or my website, DJK-Online.com. And you can find me on Twitter at S-Man80. S-Man80. And you can find yeah. me at Stephen Lemieux at S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. And yes. All right, folks. That wraps us up for this evening. Uh, catch us next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.